Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. We are pumped for today. It's going to be a juicy one, a (laughs) juicy one. Um, First things first, Corey and I are actually together in Asheville, North Carolina uh, today, and we are going to be recording a couple episodes here. So if you hear traffic, if you hear a Starbucks cup just spinning... Just know that we're running on about four minutes of sleep over the last three days, and it's been busy. But today's episode is going to be really awesome. It's called Learn How to Shake a Damn Hand, How to Get Back to In-Person Networking. But before we hop into this week's chat, uh, we want to let you know about our email list, where we share weekly stories and helpful content uh, delivered directly to your inbox. We've got some exciting things coming out in the next few weeks, and our email community gets first notification and you don't want to miss out. So there is a link here in the show notes where you can uh, hop into that email list. So today we really want to talk about in-person networking and getting back to that, the importance of it, what it can look like, what it has looked like for Melissa and I since the beginning of our business. It's honestly, we started um, in business when you were going to networking events. There wasn't an online space to to build a community or to get to know people. You really had to show up in person. So for instance, like I belong to the Chamber of Commerce and I was even on the board of ours for a while um, in our area. And Melissa, I know you were part of the Junior League. Um, Lots of local professional organization. And um, we also did all carry around business cards. Yeah, we did. I mean, like that was a thing. If you didn't change your business card or your logo <laughs> and your colors about every three every, years, yeah. you were outdated. Yes, outdated. yes. And here's the thing. We know that times have changed in big ways and all of our businesses have had to evolve and grow and change as well. Um, but it might be time for us all to kind of take a look back at why in-person networking was so great and how we can get back to it, how impactful it really can be for our businesses. Right. So we're going to tell you just a little bit of story uh, behind how we both used to use uh, in-person networking to benefit our businesses, to grow our businesses. When we first started, I think it was 2006, it was January 2006 when I got my business license and I started uh, my photography company shooting independently about maybe April of 2005. No, it was... It was probably like August of 2005. And at that point, the Facebook was what it was called, by the way, with the D in front. (laughs) You had to be attached to a college in order to have it. You had to be um, associated with a school. And so... That's why I didn't have it. That's right. I know. Because I was was well past. (laughs) Aging. I I, I had three kids in 2005. (laughs) I just want you to know that. I was was a little one. You know, know, it's good. But um, so we didn't have social networking the same way that we do now. We did have MySpace, but that was really just so that you could (laughs) like have a top five and pick your songs and and all the things. But um, we had to interact with each other. We had to see each other. And let's just be really honest, like the pandemic threw a big old wrench in all in-person networking things. And as a company that tried to and did uh, host an in-person event during the pandemic, (laughs) the uh, hoops we had to jump through, the hoops that the women that we served in our very first retreat had to jump through just to be there was crazy town. And so now things, the climate of, of, our lives. Um, things have calmed down. In-person networking is back. And we're really, really excited to dive into that. So, okay, back to our story. So we know that just like solely connecting 
with other professionals within your industry um, is really good. But here's here was for me, it was a big benefit because um, for years I was the president of our local wedding professionals group when I was a photographer. And what was really neat was that these vendors became my friends. I would see them every weekend, sometimes a couple times on a weekend, depending on how many events we were shooting they would refer people to me. So it wasn't just my couples or people who were in, in attendance of those events that would speak my name and refer me. It was these individual vendors too that were referring me to other people. But also it got really even more personal than that when they would refer me to their friends and family. Um, and so it was really neat to be able to build these relationships with people. Um, I became a name that was on their lips. And so in-person networking allowed me to experience um, these interactions with people so that they could see me in real life to see how I acted, even outside of work, to see how our personalities would mesh, and just to kind of get a glimpse into the kind of experience they would get as my client. And it helped them trust me. And so it was really easy for them to send their people that they care about, even outside of work, to me to fill a role, you know, for, for something that was needed, whether it be weddings or portraits or things like that. It was just really really special. And to be in that space with somebody in real time, you can't help but feel connected. You know, social media interactions can feel cold. I'm never going to be one of those people that says, I hate social media. Like I really love, I love, social I love media, a good yeah. conversation in the DMs. I love, I love Instagram. I love stories because you can be funny and you mm -hmm. can show your personality. That's a differentiator for me right? from other coaches that I see online. And, um, and so I love, love, love social media, but those interactions can feel really cold. It can feel like you're just constantly in a pool full of people who are trying to sell you stuff and you can't always decipher the intention of their words. Sometimes you'll think a text from somebody might sound flat or um, they might be angry, things like that. But when you're in person with somebody, um, you know, it, it, takes away all of that uncertainty. You know, let's right. also be really honest, like social media can be a soapbox for cowards and it allows people <laughs> to say yeah. things they would never say to somebody's face. And so, you know, we think it's really important when you're, especially when you're trying to build and grow a business in the capacity and the ways that we are all trying to grow businesses, that you not be afraid of having that in-person connection. Online mm -hmm. is great, but man, there's some power when you're together in person. It is. And I think it's really important that we look at like the balance of how to make sure that you are doing social media and doing it really well and effectively um, and also with heart, but then also adding back that in-person um, networking opportunity. I will say go back like old school, like let's say the twins were born in 2002. So this was 2000, maybe six ish. And I was president of our local mops. So moms of preschoolers organization, like co-leader. Can we just pause? If you haven't figured this out about Corey and I, we don't want to just be in your organization. We would like to be the president <laughs> of your organization. Like tell us something we hadn't done I mean, that we didn't become the president. I mean, <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, like I mean, leadership, it's, just, it's what it is. I mean, but you know, it's one of those things of like, well, who's going to do it? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Everybody's looking around the room. I don't know. I don't, oh, well, heck I'll do it. I mean, like, let's just do this together. But I was, um, back then I, I was helping run that and it was wonderful. I loved it. It was a, a great place for a lot of us moms, but I was not, I didn't have a business back then, but that in-person networking, whenever I started playing with the new camera that I got right before I moved to um, Hawaii and <clears throat> had just finished school and like, was just trying to figure some things out in life, those ladies were actually all of the ladies that I served with on that ministry team. Um, they were my very first test clients, quote unquote, if you will, before Corey Fraser Photography actually existed, or we knew Corey Fraser Photography was going to exist. So it was that um, group of ladies that we all worked together. We all served together. We all networked together. And quickly, my name became 
like you were saying, like synonymous with like on the lips of all the people who were like, right, oh, right. she takes pictures of your kids. Well, would she take pictures of my kids? I was like, wait, I don't have a business. You know, fast forward a few a year or so, and we were moving to Hawaii, and I, I didn't basically couldn't get a job. And Corey Fisher Photography was born, and I had learned that we moved so often that plugging into the base network, the military spouse network, any kind of opportunity that I could serve on a board or in some kind of capacity in person, that was going to help me build community the fastest versus sitting in my house twiddling my thumbs, wondering like or complaining about where we were living. I would fall in love with it and be able to create a wonderful home and and life for us or be a part of that if I was plugging into my network. So that was a necessity, a lifeline for me as a military spouse. But then it also easily translated into being a business owner. And so there were things I did, like I was a key wife volunteer. That is a dinosaur phrase key now. Wife? Key wife? Key um, wife. That was like a phone tree. Oh, I love um, it. <laughs> and we also did all kinds of like social events, but then like a links mentor. Um, I also was an, on the island wide joint spouses conference board and we put on a big um, event for spouses across like Navy, Marine Corps, um, Air Force, Army, Coast Guard on the island of Oahu. And so it was really helpful in helping me to meet other spouses. But in doing so, because I was also building a business, my name came up as the photographer who did like so-and-so's pictures in so many conversations. And it was huge for my business growth because we were really kind of, it felt like living in a fishbowl a little bit. Um, and even now when, you know, here we are, my business is pivoting, it's changing. I'm doing a lot more education and coaching. And I am a part of a local women in business group on the Crystal Coast, which is where we live in North Carolina. And like two weeks ago, I went to the event. It was like a lunch and learn. And one of my clients was teaching it. Um, Jillian, who owns Set Cell Marketing, she's amazing. And uh, there was in that one room, when I walked in, there were like six or seven of my clients. And we're like, oh my gosh, Corey. And all of those ladies then started being able to introduce me to maybe the table they were sitting with or a couple of, you know, friends that they have in this same women in business organization. And so it really, um, it will open doors for you and it will allow you to build um, a network, but also some really important friendships that maybe you didn't know you needed. And so, uh, you know, we're just here to kind of walk you through how to get back right. to some of that. Well, and really more so just to tell you how important it is that you do that. Uh, because if you're just looking at from, from purely a sales perspective, referrals, from people that you will meet in person. Now, now mind you, you can also get referrals online, but when you are having that face-to-face interaction, and I say this as I am longingly looking into Corey's eyes as we're recording this podcast in person, which is super awkward because we're all, I feel like take my breath away should play in the back right now, but (laughs) I can't look at you. It's too much. We can't. Um, But from strictly from a sales perspective, it is lower cost for you uh, to be able to book from referrals. They have more trust for you. They have fewer pricing objections. They process payments faster. They are easier closes and they lead to bigger sales because they trust you. You are automatically built in with trust that they come with to you because someone that you've worked with has, has vouched for you, right? And can I tell you something that just made me think of something that's not even in our show notes that we were going to discuss. But when you look at ROI, that's something that a lot of us talk about in business. What's your return on your investment? And here's the thing, in-person networking, yes, there might be like a small ticket cost or maybe, you know, you go to a conference or a retreat or something and it is a little bit more. Um, Or maybe it's just a time investment that you're making. But I guarantee you, I'm not saying Facebook ads and some of the other ads aren't are a, a valid or valuable part of, of a marketing and business plan. However, the return on your investment, I would put money on it, is 
just as or if not more impactful than any kind of ads that you could run in the other social media world um, when you are talking about in-person networking and by name referral. Um, because there's a, there is a, a built-in trust, I feel like, when one person refers you to another person. I need y'all to know she made excessive eye contact during that <laughs> spiel. And I just held it. We just decided to go with it. And I was just listening. You're shaking your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was. I yeah, really yeah. did. I really did. Okay, so all in all, all of this to say, in-person networking is not dead. You got to get out there and meet people. Right. Okay, we want to give you just a few reasons because this episode is not going to be very long. Like we could talk all day about this and why we think it's important. But if you have a business, you know, we know so many people, we know so many women who have a hard time showing up with their face on social media, putting out content, putting out encouragement. Those are easy things for them. You know, putting out uh, accolades for the services that they offer, that's easy for them. But showing up with their face is hard. And I will tell you that, um, and not to like, we're not getting into politics, we're not getting into controversy, but I do know that I have middle schooler and they spent a couple of years with their faces covered and it took a minute for them to get comfortable, mm -hmm. not from the perspective of like a safety issue, but from the perspective of letting people see who I am. Um, and I think that we will hide behind social media because it can mm -hmm. all be um, manufactured. It can all be um edited. It can all be filtered. And when people see you in person, they get to experience you as a person and vice versa. You get to experience them. It just brings a different level of trust. It brings a different it's, level it's of humanity. We're human bringing look humanity at back. Look at, we're just bringing humanity back. I mean, like that, that can right be a bumper sticker. That's, you know, Bring humanity put it on back. a coffee mug. I mean, do it. You know, well, I'm in. It's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> That's our 18th business plan yeah, for yeah, the business reboot is the t-shirt company. Okay. So the very first reason, this is just a couple reasons that we think it's really important to get back to Emperor and networking that we want you to consider. The very first reason is that being in a physical room with other people and shaking a hand. Let me just stop myself. I said shaking a hand. Y'all ever held hands with somebody or mm -hmm. shook a hand with somebody? I mean, preach, Melissa. Come on. I know where you're going with this. Do it. Because <sighs> when they got, the, they got out. like the floppy hand no, and it's like no a dead, dead fish, fish no. dead fish. And I'm like, why is your hand damp? And it's kind of just and dainty. Like, no, dainty. shake it. Shake, shake a damp hand. <laughs> like get in there, sturdy. And this yes. is not like a masculine or feminine thing. No. This is like, shake my hand like you mean to meet me. Yeah, I'm going to get fired up. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> okay, there's that. So being in a physical room with people, shaking a hand, leading with a smile, it's always just really important. And be honest, to be honest, it, it doesn't, it, it does feel weird after we've been through a pandemic, but nothing replaces a human face-to-face -face interaction and physical response, you know? Um, like I just mentioned a minute ago, kids doing online school and things like that. It's really the perfect example of how hard it is to engage with people in an online setting. As humans, we need those social and emotional cues to help us have conversations and develop much needed interpersonal skills. Our kids, I feel like, have suffered. Um, and I think even as adults, a lot of us, I mean, I know sometimes I have gone into places since all of that has happened. And like when it's a lot of people, I still have a little like, ooh. Like it's an it, it's a little like a, like it catches in my chest like a little anxiety and then I have to be like no I'm fine everybody's fine we're good we're gonna push through and we're doing this so it is okay if you do feel a little anxious about getting back into especially larger social settings just know that it, it is an important place for us to go especially in building our businesses and healing from all that has just happened right heal I think that's like a big mm -hmm. a big giant word well and I also will say that it helps when you talk about like it showing up to in person networking it 
networking events, it really removes us from echo chambers. It gets you in spaces with people who may do similar things as you, um, but being in person allows you to meet with people who may do it very differently um, without feeling offended or feeling bad about yourself. And so I think a lot of times we can um, find ourselves in those echo chambers of social media world and the online space. I was literally, as Melissa was hooking all of this up, I was on Instagram scrolling as we often do when there's like downtime. And she was talking about how like stories and Instagram, like it's a facade. <laughs> I was watching somebody who was talking about it. She's a business owner online. She's like, it's a facade. You're not seeing all the perfect stuff. She was sharing about a recipe that had failed. And she was like, all my stuff doesn't actually do as well as you think it does. And so I think that when we get into those in-person um spaces, we are able to have real conversation, more real conversations um, than just what we're having in the online world. Right. No, hundred percent. I think that um, it is really easy to hide behind screens. It's really easy. And especially if you have a business serving people where you don't have to ever see them, where you can be online, you can stay real quiet and real little and um, still make money. Like, let's just be really honest about it. But it is so filling to your is, to your heart and and to your spirit in general just to be around people in person okay and then the last reason that we think it's really important is because in-person networking really stretches you it puts both you and the person that you're speaking with in positions of authority but also vulnerability because it forces you to speak but also gives you the opportunity to listen the online space encourages us to share 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 and we've gotten really good at speaking about our offers and the ways that we work and marketing and social selling, but that that doesn't always lend itself to equal amounts of listening. Oh, preach that, oh, girl! Like I wrote that, but I will say that we <laughs> <laughs> that we actually this past week in our mastermind, um, we have our the way that we've structured our mastermind is that the very last call of the month is our office hours. So if any of the people in our group have questions or they're working on something and they just want extra eyeballs on it, we have office hours and they can all pop in. Well, we decided this week because everybody was going to be on the call just to let everybody else lead. We wanted to listen to what they had to say. And let me tell you that the feedback was mm -hmm. phenomenal because we do get so used to just consuming, consuming, mm -hmm. consuming that we don't get the chance much to pour out. Or if you're in a position where you're the poorer, there's not a whole lot of opportunity for you to just sit and listen. And it, when it is not from a let me listen to hear something I want to hear. Right. Right. We were literally just listening to what, where, where are your wins this week and what, where are your struggles? And I mean, that hour long call turned into like an hour and 45 minutes because everybody was just so encouraging and, and so vulnerable and honest about what's working in their business and what's not working in their business. And so you, but you're right. Just, just listen. Sometimes that is the best um, remedy for a lot of things is if you'll just be a really awesome listener. And I'm going to say too, before we move on to the next part about, um, you know, a couple of, of key tips as to getting back out there is um, um, talking about stretching you. And here's the thing, Melissa and I may come across as very extroverted people. I'm going to just speak for myself is that while yes, I have done, I've been on boards. I have led in so many different capacities, whether it's through ministry or through work or through volunteer service, but I am a very, I will say, extroverted introvert. I do not recharge around people. Like I can go out and people, my girls and I, we always laugh. Like my husband is very extroverted and is like, loves to be around people. I like being around people, but that's not how I recharge and, and renew my energy. I can people for a while, but then when I'm done peopling, I need to like pull back. And so I have learned that about myself and have 
tried to build that into my business as well, is that I can't have a, a week where it's on, 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 on. I need to be able to pull back. So don't think that you have to, oh, this is only for extroverted people. Well, I can't do that because I'm a severe introvert. No, you can learn to stretch those muscles and to use, to learn to use those skills too. Right. So that actually leads us into the very first thing um, and kind of our like final thoughts here, because we would never tell you, hey, get back out there and then be like, thanks. Have a good day. We want to also <laughs> give you a couple of tips to reintegrate yourself into in-person networking. And you know what? You may be like, girl, yes, I am running, you know, all over this town talking to people and interacting and having relationships and growing my networking. That's totally cool. You, you do not have to listen to this, but these are just a couple of things that we think are helpful, easy steps to get you out there again. And Corey, you just literally, I did. I mean, the first one. yeah, take a friend or meet a friend there. Um, being an extroverted introvert is a very real thing and showing up in a room full of strangers can be very hard, but with a friend, it's a lot easier. And, um, you know, Melissa and I both, we've even been to events together and, um, we've been in events where we didn't even know each other. Like how fun is I know, that? That's so funny. That's, that is really funny. Mm-hmm. I'm very mm, weird. That's so right. fun. <laughs> um, but truly, if you are somebody who is like this, this is a hard, a hard push for me, then snag a friend and, um, and take somebody with you. Right. Um, Okay. Second tip is to be bold. Like if you're interacting with people in person networking, or even if you're just going with a friend to lunch and they're bringing somebody along, be bold, be the one to introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is awkward for everybody. Nobody wants to be that person that puts themselves out there. I remember being at a networking event, maybe like, I don't know, two and a half years ago in Nashville. And um, they said, okay, we're going to do this big icebreaker. And there were probably two or 300 people there. And we're going to do this big um, icebreaker and here's this list and you've got to ask people and mm-hmm. see what they've done on this list. And the first team or the first person to finish the list with a partner, then look, I didn't know anybody at this event. And mm-hmm. so I, I said, you know what, I'm just going to, all right, here we go. And you just kind of swallow pride. It's fine do to it. do, do it and just get out there, be bold because it's awkward for everybody. Nobody. I, and I am an extroverted extrovert. Um, it wasn't until I hit she about, really, she really, I really, is. I really, I really will. Really do. But here's the problem. Like this is, this also has problems because I cannot do things like Instacart. I have friends. They love getting their groceries delivered to their house because here's what happens. I open the door and people look at me and they go, I think you really like people and you really are an extrovert <laughs> extrovert. And they literally, next thing I know they're sitting at my, coffee table and I'm making them dinner. And I'm, I'm telling you this because it is a truth. It's this experience that has happened to me. I cannot have groceries delivered, (laughs) Um, but I'm too bold really is what it is. But I I think that, but the older that I got, the more I realized like, I love being around people, but I do need that time to be by myself right. or, or I go crazy. And so, um, you know, even if it's, even if you're a person that being bold is comfortable, um, just keep doing it. Yes. Uh, the next thing would be quick to listen. Um, people will tell you exactly what they yes, need. Yes, ma'am. They will. We have learned that time and time again. And I think that, you know, the, the, the good old adage of you have two ears and one mouth for a reason, like God gifted you with those Look things that. in that right order that good. because he needs you to listen more and to speak less. And um, I think that's true in networking events. We've all been to those networking events where it's like the person in the room that like takes over, sucks all the oxygen out and talks the entire time. And everybody's sitting around looking at each other like, I really would like for that person to stop talking mm-hmm. and maybe listen a second. Don't be that person either. Um, we're telling you to be bold, but also be aware. Have right, some self-awareness right, right. of um, you know the other people in the room and ask a question 
I always, I love to do that in networking events is tell me more about your business or, oh my gosh, you know, you do such and such. Tell me more about that. And that really allows the other person to feel seen and heard and is also an instant human connector. Yeah, because people don't do that. No. We should not be having to say, ask people questions about themselves <laughs> in 2023, but let us just reiterate. I know. Let us just reiterate. That's really, really important because most people don't want to listen. Right. They just want to talk. And if you've ever been in a room with somebody that just likes to hear themselves talk, it is annoying. And I will tell you just a moment of vulnerability as somebody who has the tendency to, well, when I was younger, I really felt like there were times I was just too much. And I looked at that as a bad thing. And now I'm mm-hmm. like, well, go, go find less. That's not me <laughs> really is the thing. I am more. Well, I am. It's fine. I'm Thank extra. You. But, but also, um, I have to watch it within myself. And the older I've gotten, like um, 10 out of 10 do recommend turn 40. It is fun. Um, <laughs> because you just don't care. Yeah, I do I not care. care. Come at me. I don't care. I know. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but, but I think that you have this awareness. The longer that you do yes. it, you gain an awareness of when to pull back and when to push forward. Right. And, um, you know, it's like my son is 13 and he is one of the kindest humans I've ever met really in is. my life. But he's also really good at managing social like interactions and conversations. He does not like when there is a moment of silence in a conversation. He cannot do it. I'm so glad you brought that up. He can. What, what you going to tell me about like, him? Awkward, oh, no, 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 awkward She's silence. like, he was at my house last week. Let me no, talk to no, you. No, awkward silence because I'm the person who will feel. I oh, don't yeah. like awkward silence. So I'm listening and I'm so self-aware and such an empath where I can like feel the energy in the room that when there is an awkward silence and somebody like nobody wants to talk, I will feel that, fill that void. Well, I feel it. And you, feel <laughs> you, it. you feel it and I feel it, yeah. but it's true. It, I, is. it is. And that, that's actually a gifting, a superpower mm-hmm. right there. We'll call that. Um, but yeah, I don't like awkward silence. Right. Okay. And this is the very last thing. And since I've already had to be the butthole today, I might as well, <laughs> since I brought up the, the floppy hand situation, this is the last tip. If you're going to in-person networking, this is a sensitive subject. This is Melissa's, like, this was her thing. This, this has to go in This has to. This is a this bothers me so much. Hot take. Like, Put on the dang name <laughs> tag. I know it's dumb. I know you feel like you're back in elementary school. But here's the deal. It is a visual reminder to help people remember your name. It's, I mean, it's, it's probably literal science somewhere I mean, on the internet. I'm sure it is. We could probably look that up. Visual learners it. really need to see my name. It is true. My friend Sarah, I uh, adore her. She is a photographer, took pictures for us. I've known her for almost two She's decades. Amazing. She's amazing. The woman has this ability. When we would shoot weddings, we would laugh because she remembers everyone's name. I can know I went to kindergarten with you, <laughs> but I will not remember your name. <laughs> I know. I see your face and I'll go, I think we were in kindergarten together, you know, 30 years ago, 35 years ago. And then I'm like, but I couldn't tell you your Mm -hmm. name. Mm -hmm. And so what y'all put on the name tags. Now here's the the other little caveat. And Corey and I laughed when we were kind of building out our show notes for this is that we have gone to in-person events. Nothing makes you look more like a turd. I'm just just calling it. Then when you're like, oh, I'm not wearing the name tag. <laughs> I don't want people to see my name. Or you'll like, you know, in high school, people would write their name on a name tag and then stick it on like their upper thigh on their blue jeans. That's not helpful. I'm not trying to look at your kneecap. I want to look right there on your shirt and then I want to look you in your face mm-hmm. so we can have a conversation because I do want you to pay me money. And in order to do that, I need to build a relationship <laughs> with you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, when it just comes to sales. But anyway, so that's end of rant. 
Yes. Stepping off soapbox now. Put on the name tag. Uh, so we hope that those were some really helpful tips for um, getting back to in-person networking because we know that it's something that um, has been a struggle for the last few years and sometimes for just you know, people, it, it can be a struggle or maybe it's not your favorite thing to do, but I hope that we have impressed upon you um, some, the important reasons why uh, you should incorporate that into your personal and your business life. Um, and then some ways to, to look at getting back into it. And I would encourage everybody also to look at your local events, look, look in your local community. What are some things that really light your heart on fire, whether it is something that's a civic organization or a volunteer opportunity or a leadership opportunity and find something that you are passionate about and that will build your network. I, I know we've coached people before and they're like, well, I don't, I don't really have, I'm having trouble getting clients or I'm having trouble meeting people. Well, what are you doing to put yourself out there? And then it's always like no response. <laughs> You've got to do the things. And we hope that these tips and tricks have um, given you some new ideas. Right. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Please, please don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot or visit our website at thebusinessreboot.com. We'll be back next week with another episode and cannot wait to see you then. 